You're listening to the Connect the Dots podcast with me, Heather Balseric. This show is designed to help you navigate your career, understand your customer's experience, and bring us together as we learn more about our communities. So tune in, turn it up, and get ready to connect the dots. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode number four, and we're going to be talking about first jobs. This is one of those moments in your life when it can be really scary, especially if you're in high school or getting ready to graduate and you're thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to do to make money? So I want to take some time today to go over some tips and some advice that can help you be successful when you're stepping into your first job. And maybe it's not you that's stepping into your first job, but maybe it's your brother, your sister, your child. I've got some tips for you as well to help support them through this transition period. So what was your first job? Were you a babysitter, a cashier, maybe you worked at the fast food restaurant? My first paying job was being a babysitter for a neighbor, but my first official job where I drove myself to and from work was being a cashier at a grocery store. I started in the summer after I turned 16. I'll never forget that first week of training because I was working in the morning and then after work I had to go back to band camp for the, for several hours in the evening. And then school started about two weeks later and my mom made me pay for all of my school supplies, even though I'd only been working for two weeks, maybe I'd only had one paycheck. And while it didn't seem fair at the time, it really taught me a lot. I was able to learn from that experience to save money, to be responsible with that money. To I was able to put gas in my car, not having to borrow from my parents. And eventually I was able to pay for my own cell phone because those were not common <laughs> back then. I was able to, to pay for my own cell phone and be able to provide a way for my parents to get in touch with me as well as my friends. But it taught me a lot of responsibility having a job. It taught me about how to work with other people. It taught me how to manage my time. And so today we're going to talk about when should kids start looking for their first job and what can they learn from it and how can we support them while they're doing it. So when should they start working? So you know that I'm not a parent and I know everybody's situation is different, but I'm going to give you some guidelines that can be helpful. So if you're a teenager or you've got teenagers, these should be things that can help all of you step into that very first job. So my first tips are going to be specifically for those teens. Tip number one, make yourself a resume. So look up some samples online if you need help. But ask your parents or trusted adults to help you proofread and give feedback on your resume. You're going to want to put skills on there that you've learned through maybe volunteer events, from church activities that you help with, from other social things that you do, maybe sports, if you're a leader on your team. So you can take those experiences and put those on your resume. But definitely have somebody proofread it, somebody that you trust. And if you are applying for a role via email or you're sending in your application online, please make sure you save your resume in a PDF format before you apply for that position. It is extremely important because that way, you know the person that's going to pull up your resume is going to see your resume as it was intended to be seen. Tip number two, think about where to apply. 
most often jobs at grocery stores, fast food restaurants, retailers, they're willing to work with your school schedule. You want to look for something that maybe interests you, but don't be completely against something just because. So don't be completely against fast food because you don't want to do that. But if that's the only thing that you can find, take, you know, go and try it out and learn from that experience. Don't forget there are jobs like babysitting, lawn care, house cleaning, tutoring. You may have to think outside of the box to find something that does work with your schedule. Apply to multiple places. You never know where you're going to end up and it never hurts to apply to multiple places because the dream job that you have at 16, maybe you want to work at Target and maybe they're not hiring, but Walmart's hiring and you can go get some customer service experience. And then when Target is hiring, you can apply there again and maybe get that job because now you've got some of that retail experience. So apply to multiple places so that you can have a variety of opportunities. The next tip I want to give you is to talk to friends. So if you have some friends that have a job, ask them how they like the place that they work. If they seem to like it and you think, hey, it'd be really awesome to work with some of my friends, ask if they're hiring. Referrals are always helpful. One of the things when people are trying to hire for the jobs that high school students can fill, right? The evenings, the weekends, they're happy if they have somebody that's filling in that position now that says, hey, I've got another friend that works that can work a similar schedule to me. They're available the nights and weekends. You know, would you be interested? Those referrals are extremely helpful in getting you opportunities as well. The next tip is to plan accordingly. I cannot stress enough the importance of planning out your time. High school and your first job, man, those are a it's a blast, right? Because you're learning so much, but there are going to be football games and band practice and this and that, all of the things that are going on in high school. So you want to make sure that you're making time to do well in school, in your extracurricular activities that you've committed to, that you're committed at work, you have time with your friends and family. You want to set out and plan accordingly. In different job interviews, you will be asked on how you balance your time. And it is a much better answer if you can say how you set up your schedule. Maybe every Sunday you sit down with your school books and your work schedule and you make sure that you've got everything planned out and you've still got time to go eat dinner with the family on Wednesdays or go to church on Sundays. You know how, the, how your week works and how working at this company will be able to fit in. Because if you can give that kind of answer versus saying, oh, it just works out, you look like a better candidate because you know how to be successful in managing your time. Next tip is be willing to work. Getting a job is great. You get the money, you get to meet new people, you get new experiences. But remember, this is a job. This is real. You want to make sure you treat it as such. By accepting a job, you are saying that you commit to being there for your set schedule. The last tip I want to give you is communication. If you have a question, ask it. If you have a concern, talk to your manager. If you aren't able to make it to work because you're sick, call your manager. It is extremely important 
that you do not ghost a job. It is not a good look for you. And if somebody referred you to that job, it is definitely not a good look for them. So if you can't make it to work, if it ends up being that you want to leave this job because you've got another job, you put in a notice, you work out a notice, they tell you they don't need a notice, fine, you at least offered, but never just don't show up and don't lie about why you can't come to work. Communication is the absolute key to making sure that you have all the tools that you need and you have all the people that can help you. What's the value of getting a job in high school? Well, having a job while you're in high school helps you learn more responsibility with your time and money. You're learning how to manage these two areas of your life that will help you be successful and self-sufficient after high school. If you can manage your time with school and work, then when you get to college, you can manage that transition better because you know how to plan your schedule. If you're already knowing how to save money and budgeting, then that's going to help you pay for college because you're going to know what you need to do to be able to be self-sufficient. You're also going to get exposure to different areas that can help you create a path for your future career. It's going to give you the ideas of things that you would maybe like to do or go into. It's also going to let you see things that you don't want to do, which is helpful in the end to know where you don't want to be. You're also going to get to meet people that are older than you or don't go to school with you, which helps you make connections outside of your normal circle. And you're going to learn how to deal with people, especially in a customer facing role. These skills are invaluable to learn because trust me, it is important to understand how to talk to people. Even if you work at a job and the only people you talk to are your coworkers and your boss, they're still people. You still need to be able to communicate efficiently and effectively. You need to be able to relate to them so that you can be part of a team. Learning how to support customers and be willing to understand and work through the difficult customers is going to help you exponentially in your life after high school. My last set of tips is for parents or older siblings, people that are, have the ability to mentor some of these high school students as they're getting in to their first job. And my first tip for us is make sure you're helping them get ready for you know, the introduction into working by helping them write that resume, help them find those skills they can highlight that they've learned through the various clubs and church and volunteering or sports. And then please proofread this for them. Please proofread their resume because it is not a good look when you get a resume and things are misspelled and all crazy. So take a minute and really proofread their resume and help them get off on the right foot. And also, again, make sure it's in PDF format before they send it off. The next one is help them think about all those options that are available. Could they work in fast food or maybe the babysitting, lawn care, tutoring type job would work better for them based on their schedule? Encourage them to be open-minded about the process. Oftentimes, they're not going to get that job the first time. They're going to have to understand rejection and hearing, no, we don't need you right now. And that's okay. We've got to help them work through that so that when they get that job in the end, they can celebrate that. And when they get that job, celebrate 
and then help them review their schedule to make sure that they are learning to manage their time between school and work and then family and social events. So today's goal was to give you some practical tips and ideas about when to start looking for that first job and how to be successful when you do. So if you have any questions about starting out, please let me know and join in on the conversation over on Instagram. Next time we get together, we are going to define your customer's experience. And this is going to be an episode for anybody and everybody that has to deal with a customer on a daily basis. And when I say anybody and everybody, I truly mean that because we all have customers in our lives. So to wrap this up, don't forget that you are loved and you are worthy and there are great things ahead for you in this life. Thanks so much and we'll see you next week. So to make sure that you don't miss out on next week's episode, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get notified. Come on and join the conversation over on Instagram and follow me at Ms. Heather B. Dot or at Polkadot Desk. We are here for you and look forward to bringing you more information about career, customers, and community. This podcast is brought to you by the Polka Dot Desk.